Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday, we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on YouVersion. Simply download the YouVersion app from your app store, and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, First Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. Today, I promise we'll get further than the first six words of verse one, but not much further. At the beginning of this letter, we're moving at a snail's pace, I know, but have you ever gotten a long letter from someone or maybe just a long note from a boyfriend or girlfriend back in school? I'm totally dating myself. There were no cell phones in my high school days. But you know how it goes. You read that whole thing really quickly and then you went back and you slowed way down and you savored all the words and you maybe wondered why a certain word or phrase was chosen. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about and you're the ones who still have a shoebox packed away somewhere stuffed full of old letters. And if you don't have that box, ask your mom, because she might. Anyway, I don't want us to miss out on some good stuff. Yesterday, we paused over how Peter introduced himself, and today we're pausing to consider the audience. These two details give us the context for the whole letter, and context is key to understanding the Bible, because it certainly wasn't written in 2021 to a bunch of churches in the United States, right? Verse 1 tells us that Peter is writing to God's elect who are strangers in the world. That's the NIV lingo. Your version of the Bible may say chosen foreigners or elect exiles or sojourners. However it is translated, Peter is assigning them an identity, just as he did for himself. They are chosen by God, and they are living in a place that is not their true home. Chosen. What a beautiful word. It implies intentionality, thoughtfulness, and care. How they were chosen is described for us. It says, through the foreknowledge of God the Father, through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ. So cool how the whole Trinity is represented there, and so revealing. The church has always been God's plan, and not one of us can earn our way into it. And once we're part of it, we are secure, and we're sure of our place in God's family. And with Jesus as the head of this church body, our one job is to follow him, to obey him. And I think that reveals a little bit of why these churches are called exiles or strangers. Some of them may very well have been foreigners to the towns they were living in, but the language seems to run deeper than that. From the context of Peter's entire letter, we gather that these Christians are mostly Gentiles, meaning they were not Jewish. And by choosing to follow Jesus, they've also chosen to no longer blend in with the culture surrounding them. In a sense, they have chosen to live as foreigners. They have traded assimilation for living countercultural lives. This is a very big deal, and it's the basis for Peter's letter, as we'll see. For now, let's just consider who we are as the church in our day, in our culture. Wherever we are, we're meant to live as these churches did, as chosen exiles. This world and the culture around us do not really belong to us. We live and work in this time and this place, and yet our forever home is not here. What does that mean exactly? How should we be living? Well, Peter has a lot to teach us in this letter. I can't wait to dive deeper with all of you. But for today, let me just end with Peter's words. 
Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless.